I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched Gulliver's Travels, the 1977 version um, that mixes live action and animation. It is... (laughs) Mom, chill. (laughs) It's a a 1977 British-Belgian film based on the 1726 novel of the same name by Jonathan Swift. And it stars Richard Harris, who is someone that you know, Mom. Richard Harris was the original Dumbledore in the first two movies for Harry Potter. <gasps> oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have to imagine him being oh the star is the only reason anyone ever watches this movie nowadays. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Mind blown. Okay. Yes. Um, as you might also recall, and that recall, was the only Dumbledore in my heart. As you might also recall, he is unfortunately no longer with us. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was a lot younger there, and also yeah, not dressed like an old wizard. But you yeah. know. <laughs> um. So, I've already insinuated <laughs> with some of the things I've said. Um. Uh, but I guess first, who wants to do a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis? It's Gulliver's Travels, and it's not the whole thing like most adaptations of Gulliver's Travels aren't. He is in Britain with friends and family, and it's like, I'm a go sail. (laughs) And so then he does, and the ship sinks, and he ends up in the land with little... They're Lilliputians. They're Lilliputians. They're like bug size. They're real small, and they're cartoons in this version. And then he has to, there's a lot of shenanigans with them. And they have like another group of people that they hate that they're in a war with or whatever. And he just kind of helps them deal with all this. Until he doesn't. Until he doesn't. And that's the movie. (laughs) Um, Would we, would we recommend this film? Would anyone recommend this film? No. (laughs) I, hey, I might because yeah. this is the Is most... it literally just because he's in it or Well actually that totally helps. <laughs> that totally helps. But <laughs> yeah, that totally helps. Uh but it's the most bizarre thing I've ever watched. And it's like it's like It is free on YouTube, so it won't it is, cost you anything to watch just, it. Search for Gulliver's just... Search for Gulliver's Travels Richard Harris and it should pull up. Yeah. It's just it's just yeah, it, whoa, I mean, you know, hey. I mean, it's a trip, surely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. That just, was a resounding no from, from Valerie. I think I'm also going to have to agree no, um, unless maybe you are doing shrooms and then you can enjoy, like Mom is saying, just <laughs> enjoy the shrooms. absurd. Yeah, Mom's over here doing shrooms. I'm not doing um, anything uh, artificial. No, I, yeah, it's no. a... It's just so, sorry, it is... <laughs> It's just so funny. It's just absurd the the mix and and the quality and and actually he is a serious actor. It, to me, it would be kind of like which of course I adore Michael Caine, but like again Michael Caine just having the serious like I'm gonna act my heart out you know of this and then 
the low quality and bizarreness. Yeah, it's him. it's it's like Michael Caine and the puppets, except it is Richard Harris against really low budget animation. Yeah. So it feels a little different, and it's not a Disney production, and so like you can feel the lack of money behind it. We'll go ahead and stop and then get into some details in a sec. Let's get specific. So I'm going to just start off saying (laughs) this film was not consistently funded during its production, which was noted by some reviewers who consider this production to be low budget, who consider it to be like you could potentially (laughs) consider it to be that rather than it definitively obviously is Uh, in comparison to other adaptations of the source material. This film is not well received in the words of one reviewer. The film falls flat. <laughs> one thing to say about it. The the three sentences that I've read, including the this is a 1977 British-Belgian film, is like over half of the sentences that are on the Wikipedia for this movie. Which tells you how much people care about it. Also, this voice acting or and physical acting credits... You might notice here that I have other voices and a lot of people listed that I can't attribute to anybody. That's because neither the Wikipedia or IMDb cares enough to attribute these names to the people that they played. Oh, wow. So. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> um, let's, uh, yeah, let's let's get specific. Let's start talking about uh, the, the story and characters in a non-spoiler way with a, uh, we're not focusing on animation yet because... I have a couple of notes there. Uh, I, Richard Harris did the best he could. He did do the best that he could with what he <laughs> yes. was given. Yeah, no, I don't think he phoned it in. No. Uh, but but everything around him generally brought it down. Well, but first let's start about how this... Let's talk about how this movie just kind of starts, like, with no big music or credits or anything. It's just, like, in a live-action town with people, and we're kind of like... Okay, it's all, it's just already happening, sure. And then, boom, music and credits a few minutes in. After, like, a, a scene where they're in in a room and, and he's talking with, like, his dad and girlfriend or slash wife. I'm not sure which it is for, for a bit. Then suddenly it's like, Burr! and it's big, swelling music as credits play. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do something like that, that first part should tell you something. Yeah. And it... And it didn't just no. that he's gonna go on a voyage yeah that he's adventurous he has the opportunity to to like settle down in, into something that should be um you know profitable but but you know not interesting ultimately and he's no he's like no i want to go on the sea uh and he does now the, the, but the the movie literally could have just started with those opening credits and then the boat wrecking at immediately after the credits like it does. Yeah. And it wouldn't, like, I don't think there would have been any loss. No, I don't think so. Like, we wouldn't have been any at all confused about his character motivation and, and it just would have made it a slightly shorter movie. Yeah, and still confusing to me, didn't he come in and announce that he had just been named the doctor or the... Or some big prominent... Oh, he came in to say that he was hired on the ship. Oh, hired on the ship. Yeah, got it, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Because I wasn't quite getting that. Yeah, and, and his uncle or the, or the dad was like, oh, this guy died and he has the opportunity to go to London and take his place. And mm. But he came in with the kind of opposite news of, I'm going to, I have the opportunity to go sail like I wanted to. 
So that kind of tells us something there, but ultimately it didn't matter to the story. Like you didn't have to know that he was adventurous over, you know, practical. You could have, like you said, just started with the song and that would have been more engaging and would have made the movie shorter. Yeah. And I like how, like, then on the ship that, you know, we already said that there's a shipwreck, but he's on the ship and someone gets hurt. There was a lot of stuff on there. And he's just like, he he gets them all fixed up and then it all crashes and it's for naught because... I'm assuming everyone dies because the only one you see is Gulliver and you never hear any more about. You don't even hear him asking the little patients like, He gets hey, the broken you tried star for, for healing the guy. Yeah, it's just like... But also, I love how he doesn't even ask the little appreciation. No, he doesn't see. Did anyone else survive? No, he never does, does he? There's not like a spare word to, are there any other survivors? Nothing. Yeah. It's just kind of like... Guess he just assumes they're all dead or fine. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Um, But he gets washed up on shore, and then uh, we we fairly quickly meet uh, our first three cartoon characters, which are is a trio of soldiers. Yeah. And w- at one point, one of them says, get on your feet, you silly ass. Um, which I think was the first usage yes. of that word. Did yes. you, you, you took a tally, right? How many times did it end up being I just used? got three. Okay, so not a huge amount, but they were all kind of towards the beginning. Yes. Um, yeah. The comedy of these three soldiers is not great. Nope. Not, not... Doesn't doesn't really land. It's like Mm-mm. I talk Mm-mm. slow and yeah, and it's annoying. Yeah, and then the the like one guy is like the the leader who doesn't want to take their silly antics, and it just it's, it falls very flat. Um, but then of course they tie Gulliver up while he's knocked out. They tie up his hair, which was very <laughs> was very, very rude. Well, yeah. <laughs> by that point, you have the other some more characters. You have the general. Yes. You have the math guy. <laughs> the yes. math guy. No, what? What? Did, how did you what refer to the, him, though, babe? I I put math twink on yeah. here. <laughs> I think his name is Subtracto or something. It is yes. Subtracto. He's yes. a lot. He does math and he does poses. He d- okay. Yeah. You say he does math. What he literally only ever does in the movie is shout words. And, and numbers. Ima- he shouts, nu- I'm sorry, he shouts numbers for the amount of things that he just knows that they need. There's no, his name is Subtracto and there's not a point where he does any subtraction or <laughs> yes. addition. He That's just, true. I assume he's doing it in his head, but he doesn't say that. So he just says so they're like, how much of supplies are we going to need to do this thing? And then he just lists the amount of all of the things that they will need. Yes, like 254 uh, this is feet his, of rope. Uh, <laughs> this and like making weird poses as he does that. Including are, on his head. Is his whole shtick. Yeah. That's his whole thing. Yep. Yeah. That's the math twink. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And that's when he's calculating. I don't know. He's like standing on his hands, on his head, on his, you know... It's, He's a funky little guy. He's a lot. Yeah. Um, then Gulliver like convinces them to feed him, and and he's like, I he's like, I can't travel on an empty stomach. So they feed him a bunch, and then it's like, okay, let's go now. And then he's like, Do I have to travel on a full stomach? Yeah, yes. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I yeah. didn't find that yeah. enjoyable. Um, then he goes to the city and he meets the king and stuff, and he's there for a long time and a lot of 
boring things happen. Truly. Um, at some point, he sings a song, and then at the end oh, of the yeah. song, archers just shoot him. Yep. And I'm like, what? Why did they shoot him? <laughs> I, I guess, guess they, they didn't rebels, like the song. Though. No, no. So at first, when when he first used the word rebels, that's what I thought too. Oh. But then he he said he basically said that he considers them rebels because they didn't obey mm. the laws. Rather than like at first, I was like, oh, so there's like a rebel faction. But no, they're just considered rebels because they didn't follow the rules. But so then the question still remains of. Why did they not follow the rules? Maybe they were scared of this big guy. I get, get, yeah, get just singing near them. Singing. Yes. <laughs> Weird. And then I guess those guys die. Probably because they were like the, the 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 punishment is death, and then they get dragged off screen, and I, we do not see them again. So I guess those guys died. Um, yeah, as I, peaceful uh, as it seems this country is, they they are. I mean, if, not very. It peaceful. fairly quickly shows that this country isn't all that peaceful. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, actually, they pretty slowly show because this movie moves at a glacial pace, despite being an hour and sixteen minutes. Oof. Um, I like the peg leg admiral dude. I feel like he's the better of the two villains. He is like such a pirate. It's yeah, like, I like his like bulging like, eye and his going around on his peg leg with his crutch and stuff, and just his manner. Like I enjoyed him more than the general dude. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look. There's no great characters in this movie, um, but I feel like he was the better of our two main villains. Oh, man, we're going to have to choose favorites and least favorites. Yes, yeah. we sure oh, are. Oh, man, um, I didn't even The part where that. Gulliver started flirting with that very tiny woman, I, um, I, I felt my soul erode within my body. That was yeah. just, ooh, woof. That was, mm. Um. I have another huge thing, but I sure. think I'm going to save it for... Well, I don't know if I will save it for How's It Hold Up. Oh, There's yeah. just the huge elephant in the room. Sorry, with this whole... You mean the little thing. elephants? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> they actually did have elephants. Yes, they stuff. did. But uh, I don't know if I should say it now, but with story thing. With Do you want to wait till How's It Hold Up, or...? Maybe, do you feel like it fits can, there better, or I just do don't know because it doesn't have anything like to do with any of the isms. I mean, go, but yeah, just, go for it, go for it. Let's talk about it. Okay, well, as a big a deal as they made is of him, you know, uh, them feeding him and all that. I'm sorry, where did he go to the bathroom? This would have been a huge deal, seriously. Even digging a hole, it would have polluted their whole land. Like, so I'm sorry, it's just. I mean, Asking he's there. He there he's the there whole. for days, yeah, at least, yeah. if not like in the, weeks. Sitting in that chair, yeah, like in that the square of the of of that. Ta- yeah, I'm just like. W- I mean, mom, you're not wrong. <laughs> just like that's all I could think of is like this. I mean. Yeah, it's not explained, and it would be a big inconvenience. It would be a, but it would be a huge deal, especially since for a lot of the film, he isn't able to leave like the area of town where he has the ball and chains on his feet. I know. So he's like, because it's a big deal later when he's allowed to go for a walk. So it's not like we get any indication that they like walked him out to the ocean so he could do his business. Sometimes I know, and even him walking in the ocean and him even firing the gun and the huge. What do you call it? The ball of, of the gun. The, the, the musket. Bullet. Yeah, the, the bullet. bullet. Yeah, sure. Like, made it this huge splash. So where would he have even gone into the ba- into the ocean to go to the bathroom? I mean, seriously, he couldn't have anywhere on the land because literally, even if you dug a hole, that could corrupt the land. Well, there was like a little canyon area at one point. Maybe he could poop in there. <laughs> I don't 
It's awful. It's, it is awful. And I don't I did I don't want to have seen that in the movie, but also it does feel like a big oversight. Yeah, I mean it just doesn't make any sense, especially him just being chained there. Well, mom's bringing up some very good <laughs> salient points. I'm going to not talk about Gulliver Poop Peter Peen anymore though. <laughs> and go on to So Gulliver took all the little boats um, from the, the, what's the name of the other, there's another, like, so their island is like egg shaped and the bottom of the egg is where the, pe- God, I have to explain this. <laughs> their whole conflict between these two warring nations or whatever they are is over what side of the egg you crack to crack an egg. Mm-hmm. One one thinks that you should crack the bottom, and the other thinks you should crack the tip. The big butt. The big. Yeah, the big butt, and one thinks that you should crack the tip. Um, and it's because he like tried to crack the the bottom at some point and like cut himself, yes, and yeah. so then banned doing that. But then people cared so much about that that they sailed away and made their own land on the other neighboring island. So anyways, those two nations are at war, and at one point Gulliver goes over and he steals all of the boats from the people who like to crack the the butt, because, um, because they have a big navy. So anyways, he drags those back, and then uh, the everyone's celebrating, and Valerie was like, good, it's over. It was very sad to realize that there was like 15 or 20 minutes left of the yeah. movie. <laughs> Yeah, because we had looked at some point. It's like, ah, oh, we're a bit over halfway. There's like... You're like, surely it's 30 been... 30 minutes left or something. It had been 15 minutes. Yes. It was awful. Um, well, and... Okay, so we're on story and characters. Sure. The whole thing is just... The story makes no sense. Because, yes, I understand Gulliver trying to be gracious and, and diplomatic. But the things that the Emperor was asking of him and the way... Ultimately, he just shouldn't have stayed. He should not have, you know, pacified the emperor and gone along with all this mess, you know. And and then even just, like, trusting that everyone's going to do the right thing and why he couldn't have gone, especially at, at one point, or, or not that far into it, the, the emperor decides to uh, release him, like, meaning, like, take off his the chains and ball and change and all that. So there's no reason that Culver could not have left carefully in the night. I mean, I don't know why it was that big of a deal to escape because he could easily climb over the walls. Yeah. Like once he had the weights off of his shoe. Yeah. He should have been able to do it, whatever. And as far as storyline, as far as the, well, it just makes no sense story wise, why he couldn't escape because it's, I think it's, it's obvious. And of course there's a lot behind the scenes of the general and what is the guy that looks like the pirate? What is his actual the role? Admiral. The admiral. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that want to, to kill him and, and all of that. So why he stuck around, I don't know. I mean, he, not that he openly heard them talking about, you know, trying to, to kill him, but I don't think by any stretch of the imagination, he ever probably got good positive vibes from them. They were always negative towards him. So why you would have, you know, hung around, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't have any more story non-spoiler notes. Uh, I was wondering if any of you guys had any thoughts or feelings about the mostly voice cast, but also any of the 
live-action actors, including Richard Harris himself, which I will say, yeah, it feels it feels like Richard Harris was doing a better job than the production level of this feature necessarily warranted. He was doing as well as he could. Yeah, no, like I said, he, yeah. he did what he could. I didn't hate his acting. No, uh, my only... The only times that I ever had problems with his acting was basically just dumb lines that he had to say or something. Like, basically how stuff was written for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think he was... He was good, especially for what it is. So, like, good on ya. Uh, Don't know why he would have ever agreed to do this, but maybe the same kind (laughs) of thing that he thought, oh, my kids will like this or grandkids. Who knows? I have no idea where his career was in 1977. Who can say? I mean, mm. Wikipedia could say, but I did not look that up, so who knows? <laughs> but he was in it. <laughs> uh, the other voices, um, I don't know. I mean, nothing exceptional. I don't think they were bad, other than I, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed at all with the the three soldiers at the beginning. For sure, I didn't like that. I, again, I yeah, don't know. Sure. I can't. I couldn't tell you which of these names is the voice actors for them. So. Right. So, I mean, and it bothered me. I mean, again, I think their attempt at comedy fell flat. Definitely. An interesting note for the voice actors on here is that there's an uncredited voice role on the on the wiki. And I think IMDb mentions it, too, that apparently David Prowse did some voices in here. And um, if you don't know who David Prowse is, he did the actual physical acting for Darth Vader. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And the original voice work before he was dubbed over. But yeah. So apparently he he's not listed in the credits, I don't think, but he is on on the wiki noted as an, being an uncredited role in there. I have no idea who, but <laughs> apparently he's in there. Wow. Yeah. Also, uh, Rel Drasal and the King of Blethusku are voiced by the same person. Robert Rietti. Robert Rietti. Yeah. I think I liked him better than the Emperor. The Emperor, there was something about the Emperor that kind of bothered me, and There's I can't... Mom's, du- Mom's dunking on Norman Shelley. Yeah. One of the few people I know. <laughs> that, I, that I know voiced. Yeah. Let's go on to animation. Ooh, wolf. Okay, so I'm going to start off with the cartoon character designs are pretty much all really boring. <laughs> and all over the place. Uh-huh. All over yeah. the place. Like yeah. like the the girl that was meeting the soldier that, again, he was flirting with. Um, <laughs> the way even she looked, her face, her body structure. The ways that uh, with, any women who were supposed to be attractive were drawn compared to the rest of the characters was... Very upsetting, and we'll talk more in how's it hold up. But yes. the, but this one woman that they, um, uh, Rosanna, well, that was dancing that oh, they did. Shit. The, oh like, no, we'll t- we'll talk about that. That was just a very bizarre. The way they drew was it was an really, odd really animation disturbing. choice, certainly very disturbing. And then even the difference between the general and the admiral. Again, the. I the general real... and the admiral looked like they were from the same cartoon, but Reldrasol did not. <laughs> right, and yeah. yeah, and what I mean is, yeah, what what bothers me a lot in animation is when you have a disproportionate 
head size on their body and shapes and styles. And when it's all over the place, very disturbing. Yeah, I mean, I think that some some of that could be stylistic, but I agree that in this particular one, they're just doing a lot of different things. Yeah, it both didn't feel very cohesive and mm-hmm. also didn't, it didn't really feel like it had much of a creative design vision. Like, yeah. they all look really basic yeah. and boring. Like, they're not very memorable character designs. I feel like the Admiral is one of the few that's almost approaching that because of some of his exaggerated features. Yeah, but like, he had, like, an, an outfit that... But even he is, like, they don't, they're just not very good character designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was, it was weird to... The design should should tell you something. Good yeah. design tells you something about the character. But the choices to like have conventionally attractive people look look really weird compared to everybody else. It's have like, like much smaller features and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, what are you trying to tell me? That these ones are the hot ones? Like and then that the that they're the good guys because they're supposed to be attractive. I don't think that works since some of the ones mm. with those features are the ladies that are just wait on the emperor, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then cool. even, sorry, I was going to say even building designs when they did have some kind of animation or clothes, nothing was consistent. It was just all over the place. So like you're saying, there w- there was no uniformity or even anything that would make it seem like I guess, in contrast, the other country that they were warring with. Blafescu or something like that? Those were the most uniform as far as color palette, uh, clothes, even like building the harbor area. That was the most consistent out of anything almost in this whole thing. Sure. Um, I also feel like the cutting between scenes and shots was sometimes weird. Like for, for, for instance, there was a very early scene where, uh, one of the soldier guys was in, uh, the math twinks tent and said, the general needs you. And then it immediately cuts to the math twink in the general's tent asking what the general wants. Like with no, there's no transition. It's just like a sudden cut and he's there. And that's, that's not like that's just poorly done like that doesn't that feels awkward and and there are definitely some other cuts like that throughout the movie um just kind of amateurish i don't know just not feeling very cinematic or like it's using that cinematic language very well and the combination when they had gulliver stand up and be over buildings like looking at the land That was so painful to watch because (laughs) it was almost like, oh my gosh, I want to say, I can't even think of a a movie or a comparison. I want to say, Land. I know y'all never saw when I used to watch Saturday morning cartoons, there was Land of the Lost or something where this family fell and they were in, in with dinosaurs. And again, as they'd be walking around or if the dinosaur came that combination was just so obviously fake and not even... Yeah, like the oh. effects work just wasn't yeah. there to... Cr- Roger Rabbit, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no. And part of that is like, for the most part, there's like no shadows on these characters. They're very flat drawings. And like, one of the few times that I noticed shadows on them is like that the, the scene where the the two villains are like in the dungeon area or whatever and walking and there's like shadow on 
the part of the admiral guy that you it's like legs that you can see and i think also in like in the beginning of the movie but it was kind of hard to tell just because the video quality of this youtube video isn't amazing um during some of the night scenes and like the early morning scenes they seem to have like kind of shadow or, or lighting effects on the characters yeah. but for the most part they're they look very flat so it feels that helps contribute to it feeling so low budget compared to something like a disney movie that has the shadows on there as characters move around that's just like another step up in animation that helps it work well yeah i definitely have that the transitions but kind of between real life and animated things they're they're not great especially like they they try to do things to get you to believe that it's like, oh, we're going to have these cartoon ropes over him. And then you transition to him having been tied with regular ropes and having sticks around him. And, you know, your my brain is just not connecting them as the, like, as these the are the same things. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, they had the Lilliputians pull his hair. And I'm like, what are they pulling? And then Yeah, it looked weird. Transition to him, his hair being tied. And it's it just, yeah, it wasn't believable. It was uncomfortable to watch. And at one point, they get chains and balls, like balls and chains, to keep him confined. And it was so poorly done that the way the balls moved it was like okay styrofoam there was never any point in time that that looked like a real metal ball or moved like a real metal ball no or chains like not at all it was uh, i'd also really like to talk about the lip sync in this movie for the cartoon characters it's atrocious the lips do not flap enough to adequately reflect reflect the dialogue like 90% 90% of the time, and another 5% of that remaining 10%, they just literally don't move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they often use the face away from the camera technique, like, super transparently. Yeah, no, it felt like there was one character who was like, is this the, the thief and thief of the cobbler? Like, is he just yeah. thinking these things? Because his mouth isn't moving at yeah, all. But yeah, but he's talking like a mile a minute, but no mouth movement. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, and it comes to a head late in the movie, and I will talk in more detail about this in the spoiler section, but there's literally, like, a five-minute long scene that just reuses animation from earlier in the movie with, I think, literally no new animation, and so, obviously, the lip flaps aren't going to work there because that's not what they were saying in the original scene. It's... It's painful. This movie was like, it's going to be baffling watching actual good animation again after this and being like, oh yeah, the the like voices and the mouth movements match. Weird. <laughs> That's what I mean. I just, words, I don't know. I just really can't find the words to say how. It was really just on a whole other and, yeah. level yeah. than I think what any of us necessarily yeah. expected. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys like the directly into the camera sneeze? Uh, oh, that was... Well, all of those things, it felt like... The overhead look as they pour food into his mouth. Yeah, that it felt gross. like it's like, oh, look, like we're animating, but this stuff is real. And it's like super... It, it felt like when you have 3D glasses on and they reach out to the camera to, to like trigger that effect. It just... It's terrible. It was hokey. <laughs> 
Uh, it no. felt like this was like a new cool technology that they were trying to show off, and it didn't look great, so it just was bad all around. Okay, this is maybe my most important question that I would really like one of you to be able to explain to me. Mm-hmm. Why did those cartoon scissors have an eye? I don't, what? what During you- the scene where the ladies are singing sure. and making him his Technicolor dream coat. Sure. At one point, one of the ladies holds up cartoon scissors and it has a visible eye oh. that blinks on it. Yeah, yeah, the scissors were flirting with him. I don't know why. There's nothing else in this movie that insinuates inanimate objects somebody, can do anything like that. Why? Somebody why? didn't get the memo. Some animator. Why? And they're like, storyboarded it. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. It feels like sometimes, um, like in that scene, and especially in like the politics song or whatever, that the animation like wants to be wacky and loose, but just is not on a good enough technical level to manage that at all. Like, probably the single best piece of animation in the movie is after Gulliver is drugged and the general, like, descends into, like, abstract shapes and stuff, and and they move pretty well. That was probably the most artistic part in the movie, animation-wise, and nothing else was even on that level. Like, it's just, the animation is very rote and poor. Do they just find, like, animation clips on the floors of other places and then somehow string it together? No, I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if most of this animation was done by, like, people overseas in sweatshops. So, it was just bad. Like... (sighs) Oh, also remember that the the thing that I mentioned of uh, where they where the bad guys go and talk in the dungeon. Yeah, they just kept reusing. They kept that reusing that footage. They reused it like three or four times. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was kill- like they used it and then they like reversed it as if I can't tell that that's the same thing. <sighs> yeah. What do you think this movie would have been like if it was all live action? <laughs> well, so I- like like if. If he's big and then they have the Lilliputians and their little live action actors and everything goes exactly the same as how this movie well, does. I honestly don't see how it could have been worse. I I I don't <laughs> At least it would have looked like they were talking. Yeah, <laughs> no. That uh I mean, it would have been interesting to have to go through like Oh, to him, this rope is tiny, but to them, this rope is big. Or like the scene where he's holding the emperor in his hand and lifts him up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like an awkward, like, um, what's the term? Like Composite. Composite shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that that could have been, I mean, yeah, because part of it, again, was how, like, how flat they looked. So if it were real people. Like, it yeah. honestly might have been better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, seriously. Yeah, because at least, like, act, the actors would have been able to, like, act, and their voices would have matched. Yeah, and then you, you'd you have to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to rely on, on animating, like, character design things in in a low-budget way. Yeah. You'd, you'd have to do something with costuming or whatever, and that might have been more interesting than, than like the designs of the admiral and the general and the diplomat and this might be the first time that i'm genuinely advocating that a movie would have been better yeah without animation yeah this one probably would have been yeah because it would have been more it probably cohesive. wouldn't have been very good still yeah. but it probably would have been better yeah i yeah. never would have seen it because this is an animation podcast um but 
That's okay, too. The people who watch it just because Richard Harris is in it probably would have still watched it, and it probably would have been slightly better. Yeah. I mean, uh, I seriously, I, I'm... I am completely supportive of that. And this movie just did so little to capitalize on what animation as a medium can do for you. And the the the, the attempt to bridge the world of animation and live action was so flimsy. Yeah. Uh, almost non-existent. Uh, do we want to talk at all about the stage design? Oh my, you, are I you was, talking about like the... The models? I was yeah. yeah. I thought they were fine. I think they were pretty cute. They overall, though, felt like they belonged in like a children's show. Exactly. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. There was some kind of show with... Oh, Puff and stuff. Puff and stuff. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of initially. Yes, it felt That's like it should have been on a show like yeah. that. Yeah, Puff With like... Like live action people in costumes, mm-hmm. like that's that's what the set design felt like it should be. And I, my assumption is that that was somewhat purposeful, not necessarily that like that specific look, but the the look of it being kind of more cartoony and silly was probably supposed to be purposeful to better match had the environments better match the characters that live there. Yeah. But it just overall doesn't work because the main times that you see it is Richard Harris interacting with it. And it just, I think, I think they're pretty well made, but I'm not sure that they really help the tone or cohesiveness of this movie. Yeah. Well, and yeah, because here's the thing, the costume, one of my biggest problems with the animation is they, they did again, literally nothing interesting. The clothes, the designs, they should have been colorful, more whimsical to match the set be- yeah. because they didn't. The set and, and the when you saw him standing in, in that square or standing up by the buildings, they were so colorful and vibrant and kind of, you know, fun, that type. But none of that was duplicated or or mimicked at all. Yeah, in any the characters should have matched it colors, a lot better. The, the colors, the clothing styles, choices, none of that. Yeah. yeah, like for his coat, it was so bright. And I think the implication is like, oh, this is just pieces from everybody else's clothes. But the only one that I kind of saw like that was maybe the emperor. He had some lining on his robe that kind of matched what his coat was made of. But yeah, like... But it, it was it, still a dull color. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was no well, vibrancy. I think part of the color issue, though, that we do need to keep in mind is that this is clearly not the original like quality copy um this is a youtube video and it's definitely because because for instance i am very well acquainted with like looney tunes cartoons and some of the issues with quality levels a lot of the versions that ended up playing on Cartoon Network and stuff were very color degraded over time and it drastically affects the look like stuff stuff like just like seeing that and then seeing like the the restorations that warner brothers does and like the the level of color in those is drastic okay and i'm not necessarily saying that this would have like just looked amazing but i feel like probably the colors would have popped significantly more in its original release Mm. it's hard to say it's hard to say because the quality of the movie that we got to watch wasn't terribly high um, it definitely kind of had an overall like yellowish tint to it. Like it, it was. It didn't feel like it was definitely what was originally put out there. Yeah, but it still wouldn't have. It still all of the issues. No, it still wouldn't have made it a good a good movie. Well, and here's the thing too: is I can see if that is true, then 
the color degradation was not as great in the live action portions then because there was mm-hmm. a, a, yeah. a huge contrast between the animation. It did overall feel like and the live action. compared to the rest of the colors, his coat was just very like yellow and orange. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it could have just been a lot more colors to kind of make it. Yeah. I don't know. Feel. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's talk about sound uh, design and stuff. Um, I found it interesting that the boat sinking scene had no music, just sound effects. Um, I thought overall that was pretty effective. It was hard for me to see what was going on due to the darkness uh, of the quality that we had. But um, yeah, like no real music at all during that scene was an interesting choice. It was very disturbing and cringeworthy because at the sound. So in that sense, it was effective because it's almost like if you if they do something where supposedly like the sound of breaking bones or whatever, you're just like, Oh, cringing because the, the wood sounds and the breaking and the splintering and the, and you know, the, the way the water and the waves crashing on the boat, it was, it was, I was just like, ah. you know, that was, so in that sense, I guess that was effective. The song that plays as they take uh, Gulliver's body to Lilliput was kind of a bop actually <laughs> kind of like that song. It was, it was just kind of, it kind of had a nice rhythm to it. The chorus was a little bit catchy. I don't remember it now, but I enjoyed it at the time. A lot of singing. I don't think we have determined. Oh, yeah. So it turns out that this is basically, it's, there's enough songs in here that I think it's a musical. It's, no, none none of us expected that. No. Again, this is, again, you all, I'm just telling you. Gulliver just starts singing a song out of nowhere at one point. Literally. This is what adds to the bizarreness of this. That's why I'm the only thing. No, when he started singing, I was enraptured. I was so delighted by the absurdity of what was happening. I was just like, oh, Okay, yeah, and then some of like the 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 transitions and stuff as he was singing, like he was up in the clouds, yes, and yes. he was his just his face like singing to whatever, like it was amazing. Um, also, in that song, he says stuff like Mishu as if he has a Cockney accent, but he definitely doesn't. I don't. It feels like it was where. written for someone who had a different accent than what Richard Harris actually has. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I don't. He he would he there's a couple of times where he did like Mishu and stuff like that, but he didn't even say it in a voice. It was just it was weird. <laughs> um so That was probably fun. the singularly most delightful moment of yeah. this movie, just because of the like no one was expecting Gulliver to just suddenly burst into song then <laughs> and for it to like look yeah. so it looks like it looks like something that would be made on the internet to purposely look absurd, like a yeah. low budget, absurd uh, parody of a musical number. Yeah. Except I don't think that there was any attempt at parody here. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's no. just earnestly absurd. <laughs> um, oh my what'd God. you guys think of the politics song? Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to talk about it and how's it hold up, but. Uh, whatever you, you can, we're almost there. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. <laughs> you want to? Do you have anything else to say with the sound design, guys? Uh, I don't. Remember. Let's go on to how's it hold up. What were you gonna say, babe? Well, this isn't like there's actual how's it hold up things, but this is sure. just kind of like story wise of uh whatever politics Jonathan Swift had in <laughs> mind for this story just don't translate to whatever the heck this movie is doing. No. I mean, like. <sighs> Obviously, there's an absurdity about the eggs, and I think they they make references to other things. Um, but this uh, with uh, 
Yeah, well, like the the, the, the politics song just... is all like about the absurd way that they have their officials uh, in the government, and yeah. it's like winning competitions, basically. So yeah, there's an obvious attempt at a satire or something here, like it's some sort of pointed political message. Is it is it that like we're just not in that time, so we don't have an obvious connection to make to it? F- is it that the the way that the movie and the animation is kind of structured that it since the whole movie is absurd, like the absurdity of the comparison isn't doing anything. For I me. feel pretty comfortable blaming the movie over the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, story wise, like there might be things where people or who have read the book or know it's like, oh, this is obviously supposed to be ridiculous because politics are ridiculous. But it's like this whole movie is ridiculous. I can't yeah. take any of it seriously. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Do do they explain in the lyrics of the song? In essence, mm-hmm. the the different you you. The gist is basically that they have these this festival and there's different competitions, and each competition is like if you win, you get a particular like government seat, basically. And, yeah, and I think usually the seat doesn't actually have anything to do with the qualities yeah. needed for that particular seat, like the competition versus the right because they're all physical or bizarre, like you. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I did what I did like though was seeing like the general. I think there was like a bear or something stepping on him or something. Maybe just, just the idea that it's like, oh, now these guys, like the general, the admiral, have to do something wacky to get their position. Right. I don't think I saw the diplomat guy in it. I, I don't think so. Love to see what the heck he had to do to get his position. Yeah, but it was. I guess they all got their positions back then. I yeah. Guess so yeah. Yeah, because everybody's kind of like the same. There's no yeah. transition. Well, especially since the next time that you see all the people that are in the that office, it's just reusing the footage from the first time. So yeah, yeah it's all the same people. Um, let's talk about the sizem, sizeism or fat phobia, whatever you want to call it, with the depiction of the king of the emperor just throughout the movie. Yeah, it was he's incredible. fat and he likes food. Wow, original. Yeah, and it could be something about, like, he doesn't really care about his people or something. You really don't need to use a fat character to make that sort of point. Yeah. Well, I think even the Admiral, sorry, and the... Is it the general, the admiral? I forgot yeah, that there are two positions. Uh, or is that... Just general okay, and anyway, admiral, yes. It doesn't saying, matter. Didn't they say something like fat slob? Didn't they say something I mean, maybe. really disparaging? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or Probably. Or either like fat idiot or something. It was very, yeah. Probably. Um, we should probably go on to the, the big issue, though, which is the racism that's just on the sides and at one point directly in front of the screen in the movie. Um, there's two women with darker skin that attend to the king, throughout, the emperor, throughout the movie. And he they is look, very... They look very real... They white. look very pretty and uh, they don't ever speak and they're not actual characters yeah. and the implication is gross. Yeah, no, they, they, the design reminded me of like... Uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics yes, same. on there and it's just all they're just very othered and and then there's a f***ing exotic dancer bloop. <laughs> who just dances across the screen and her boobs just flash on screen as she dances because yes. her top just waves around yeah and like oh. her design is very yeah, like, with she, like it, hips it was, and stuff it was yeah. terrible. she was actually the, it, it was she looked emaciated, yeah. and yes. parts of it was really disturbing. Yeah, and Ugh. then too, the woman that he flirted with, yeah. that Gulliver flirted with, 
She had her this top is like ends top, right below her boobs. Almost like the jasmine top. It, it was no one else had. I think any. it was worse than the jasmine top. It was just right under well, the yeah, boob line. But I mean, no one else had anything even like that. No. But she had this, yeah, this short top, big gap between that and then her pants or something that she was wearing. Yeah, very Ugh. bizarre. And then. All the time. Anytime she had darker saw, skin, she too. She had darker yes. skin, too. Yeah, she absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, ugh. And then, yeah, and the weird thing is all the the men, like the emperor or whatever, had this stark white skin. That's yeah. what I was trying to say is extremely yeah. pale. No color to their skin Yeah, at all. you saw the wife of the king, the mm-hmm. empress. Like, she was. You saw her like, once and then she never appears again. Yeah, I mean, you have that whole song with the ladies doing his coat. They all looked closer to the empress than yep. these women who are sexualized yep. and, and exoticized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah, very. It's just very throughout. Gross. It's just and throughout again, the movie. Yeah, it's just and, like and those this, ladies are just throughout any scene with the emperor. That one lady just randomly appears and he hits on her and it's gross. And then the dancers just suddenly there. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, there's your nipples. Oh, there they are again. Cool. <laughs> like, it was very disturbing. Of course, the sexism was horrendous, too, because any woman, you know, that was portrayed was either a servant and even they talked. I think at the very beginning when someone was handing him food, he said something really disparaging to them. I don't remember what the line that the emperor said. But anyway, again, no, none of the people that had the government positions were anything but male and yeah just very disturbing yeah yeah and i think the kind of design of the country and of the other countries is just racist of just othering and it's uncomfortable overall yep it's terrible uh any other things in this section let's go on to our spoiler Spoiler alert. alert skip to 58 minutes and 45 seconds. Did you want to have your note that you were bringing up oh, earlier? Well, what I was going to say is, so the if the big plot that the official that, what are you trying to say? Diplomat. Like, dip, diplomat. That had, that said that he has to, is, is going to help him escape. And then Gulliver was very concerned that, you know, he can't, he's could trample or hurt people as he's running away. Why he had to run away, I don't know. There was because literally a part earlier in the film that he's where walking. he talked. No, not even that. Where he talked. Where it was where he wanted to go on a walk. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, we're gonna have to have everyone go inside." And he's like, "I'll. I can just be very careful." Exactly. And it's like, That's why can't I mean. you do that as you leave? Exactly. Why can't you sneak away? They might it's, get a couple of their little arrows into you, but then you can just get out of there. Exactly. So again. The dumb thing, the whole plot, it was just made no sense that he had to leave at this time so he could run. There was it is no one of the reason. few things that I like about, like, I do like that aspect of his character, though, that he has a sanctity for human life going on here. Because yeah. I think, what, what did you say earlier, babe? Like, just the, because I, I oh, felt it too, of just the... Yeah, like, if, imagining yourself in that position and and the urge to when they're trying to say, like, you can't leave, you're a prisoner, to just wreck something. Yeah, to just, just be like, like I'm your big. arm <laughs> and crash a building to blow them away. Yes. It's yeah. so strong. But he was so kind and like, okay, like, okay, I won't do that. And I like, did like that aspect of him, even if it 
made things way more complicated for him than yeah. they needed to be. Yeah, yeah. because they, they show it by the his actual act of kind of, you know, destruction was a sneeze. Like, it wasn't of his own volition. And, and you just to be able to show everybody, he could do damage, but he chooses not to. Yeah. Uh, so yes, that is a ref- very reflective of his character because looking and just like just rip those spikes like those yeah. spikes down like yeah. you could probably do it, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, the so there so he he escapes. It's it's a whole thing. Um, and then the the good diplomat dude goes back and like points the finger at our our two bad guys, the admiral and the general, for having been doing bad things the whole movie or whatever. So this whole, this whole scene is like in the emperor's council room, council room, whatever. And it's, it's just literally the same animation from the first time we were there earlier in the movie, the whole time they just, they keep, if I had to see that it was like three or four times that they had that shot where the Admiral and the General slyly like looked at each other and they kept using that shot and then they would use shot footage of the Admiral looking all angry at his thing, which he did earlier in the movie and it's the same animation and they just kept re- like they clearly just ran out of their animation budget because they were like we'll just reuse all the footage from earlier and just mix yeah, it up and emperor, make it work yeah and the emperor eating his grapes and then <sighs> smushing the cake because the whole big plot then of the general and the admiral is that they poisoned his cake they used and they were this chocolate cake but again that he's such a idiot that just likes his food or however they even said if you know slob or whatever he'll eat this chocolate cake and was going to poison him and so, yeah, so then that, some little guy that kept listening and spying, very weird animation. I yeah, guy, up to the first his, time that guy showed dark. up, that he just she was there. Like, there was no explanation for that little dude. He couldn't, of course, talk. So apparently he had to pantomime what was going on to Did the diplomat. Did you like when he pantomimed the, uh, the exotic lady. dancer lady? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. And he had bizarre puffy pants. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, the, the clothes Who very, can very say? weird. Very weird. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so their plan got spoiled and basically the emperor is like, okay, well then you eat the cake. And of course they wouldn't. They didn't really follow through with the And then he like or, angrily yells that they need to be taken away, but his face on his animation does not reflect exactly. that. And, and nor do they ha- they spend the animation to show people carry them away or take them away at, you know. Yeah, soldiers. It was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> um Ending this movie on a cliffhanger is probably the most ballsy move imaginable. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the the assumption that there's gonna be more in this series <laughs> from from the creators is wow. Yeah. Wow, you guys I mean, I gotta hand it to you guys. You really you really just believed in yourselves, didn't you? Because there was no way in hell this was ever going to get a sequel. Yeah. It felt very quantum leap of them. Yeah. Yeah, and, then so- the, and then the final shot of Richard Harris looking sad because he's he sails out on his boat um, and then he gets picked up by um, a big guy. A, bi- uh, a big guy. What was the a giant? I, you said the name. Like, Did I? I don't remember. Goliath? No. 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 It doesn't matter. But a big, a giant, an actual giant picks up Richard Harris in his boat and he's like, oh no. And he looks like sad at, at the screen. The, and then it changes to like a sketch drawing yes, of yes, yes. his sad face and just 
stays on that for the whole credits. It's well, it was amazing. a combination kind of of like surprise, anguish, sad, and like oh, not not again, yeah, ex- not this exactly. And and you wonder why I was laughing. I'm I start cracking up when he goes off in the boat because <laughs> the it was dramatic so, music swells. Yeah, because it was so fake looking. And this boat too is it's not that big of a boat, so he already. <laughs> With this big boat that he was on with all these people crashed, you know, in, in, in this horrific scene where they, you know, it, it rips apart. And yet he's just going to take off to discover more lands in this little U-boat with a sail on it and yep. that he barely fits in. Well, I, mean, I mean, obviously he's not because he got picked <laughs> up by a giant. And yeah. like, I just like the absurdity of that, that this is a great plan. He has no supplies that we know of nothing. He's just going to go off in this little U-boat. Given that there was never a sequel to the, to this particular <laughs> interpretation of Gulliver's Travels, my only assumption I can make is that he dies. Yeah. Like, this is actually a very tragic ending. After going through all of this and finally escaping and getting the other nicer nation to, to fix up this boat for him, he, he sails away and it's like, yes, I've made it. And then he dies. <laughs> and that makes the beginning part even more tragic because you get to see his, like, wife or girlfriend or whoever kind of, like, look for lornly that he's leaving her but like yeah. never saw him again very yeah. supportive and she's like you know congratulations uh it's very sad really. yeah yeah this movie is actually a tragedy yeah <laughs> i mean it is a tragedy it exists <laughs> um could we be done with spoilers yeah sure. all right let's go on to our favorites and least favorites which are probably going to be very difficult what was your least favorite scene in the, the movie yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw somebody's boobs. I yep. did not want that. Yep, that part was the worst. What yeah. was your favorite scene in the movie? Now, for me, this is very easy. It was when he broke out into song. <laughs> that whole, <laughs> his whole song sequence, best part of the movie. I would not recommend watching this movie. Spoiler for a little bit later when I say that I don't recommend this movie. But go find it on YouTube and just skip around until you find his song and then watch that song segment. Or maybe you, maybe you can YouTube and find a clip of just the song. I don't know. But like, watch the song part. It's glorious. It's, it looks like a YouTube video from like the late 2000s that's purposely parodying bad uh, musical numbers. It's great. How about you two? I think mine is his walk. Just because it's sure. just so bizarre. He's in his many colored coat. And we all said Joseph in his many colored coat. I his mean, technicolor dream coat. Yes, his technicolor dream coat. And he's walking around. And again, it looks like the set of like puffin stuff. I yeah. mean, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I don't know. Just very. You have to choose a favorite scene, babe. <laughs> I don't want to. You have to choose. <laughs> What was your favorite part of this movie? The end. <laughs> Truly? Yeah. Okay. When he gets picked up and it's like an episode of uh, Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. That's spoilers. Who cares? Um, <laughs> who cares? Um, it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie, honestly. It's just an attempt to tease at another movie that doesn't happen. Who was your least favorite character in the movie? Probably the Emperor. Yeah, I was going to say He's just kind of awful throughout, and he's also, like, portrayed in, like, a, oh, he's fat and and blundering, so he's he sucks. Like, it's just bad. Yeah. 
I think I'll agree with that. Well, and two is the the biggest reason I dislike the emperor is he acts like he's just this great, wonderful, nice, generous person. But again, yeah, he's just but he's selfish. clearly not. Yeah, and just yeah, just let's go murder them all because yeah. Who was your favorite character in the movie? I mean Gulliver. Yeah. Right. I mean Gulliver. Yeah, it's not like he was a Richard a Harris did as good as he could. Yeah. Yeah. I will say. And besides the one part where he hit on a very tiny woman, um, <laughs> o- almost unproblematic fave, Gulliver. <laughs> almost. He did hit on that tiny lady. Least with There was a clear, there's a clear power imbalance there. <laughs> and she has a fiance. Back off, dude. He did back off as soon as she said the fiance thing, but still. I like how she slipped it in. She's like, I'm going to go see my fiance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... But no, Gull- yeah, Gulliver was, I mean, Richard Harris was just doing yeah, his best, you know? he did what he could, yeah. and he wasn't, like, character-wise, he wasn't a jerk or something. Yeah. So it turns out that this movie was a musical. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> what was your least favorite song in this musical? I don't know. Maybe the politician song? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think don't, so. I don't have the titles. I have Gulliver's song to Lillip- Lilliput. They're so little song. That's uh, <laughs> Gulliver singing. Yeah, yeah. Darning song where they're making his coat. And uh, I think yeah. it was the same as the Gulliver song. I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, one must never mix something in politics. Brains, Brains in, in politics. politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um probably the that probably that one, um, because there was like a moment where it stopped being a song and had like a little scene in the middle and then awkward like very awkwardly transitioned back into the song. And it also just wasn't a very great song. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go with that one. We'll say the same. What was your favorite song? I guess the I think the traveling because it was kind of a bop. The traveling song was my actual like my favorite scene is Gulliver singing, but not because I like that song very much. So my favorite song I think was the the transporting him to to Lilliput. To Lilliput, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't really remember them. That's I, fair. I just liked the music and the. I won't catchy. force you to pick. I, I won't the force you. You so can just say. Song. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So if Tim Curry played a character in this oh. movie, who would he have played? My vote. What if he was? My. Oh, no. No, go ahead. My vote is the general. Oh, the general. I was going to say, like, what if he was just Gulliver? <laughs> what if he were Gulliver? One of the only good points of this movie is that Richard Harris is in it. But what if you take... better if it were... It Tim might Curry. it might have been slightly better, but like you're basically, I feel like you can add more to the movie if you have Richard Harris and also add another good person into there. Yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, I would second the the general. Yeah, I think he would have done a better job. And like he, with because I like I liked the admiral dude enough. Like I th- whoever the voice actor was was doing a decent enough job. Like being a, a scoundrel pirate man. It's fine. So I think the general, I would, would, like, the guy, whoever it was, did a fine enough job. But if it was Tim Curry, I think he would have been even better. I'm going to go with Gulliver. (laughs) (laughs) Valerie's like, I am not backing down from this. Gulliver, and then you can see Tim Curry being goofy and all these things. Fair. (laughs) 
Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate this movie. Uh, I think safe to say none of us recommend it. It bad. I do for <laughs> just the absurdity of it. If you want to watch, if just you want a, a bad movie to laugh at, observe. You know, yeah, it's just, it's just, a, it's just like a head trip. And I don't mean like you, you need to be on alcohol or anything because I wasn't. I mean, gee, I had Starbucks, my uh, venti chai tea. But I just wow, mean it, we are not sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Starbucks. Chill, mom. Anyway, um, no, but it, it just is so bizarre. I mean, just when you think, okay, it can't be more bizarre. Like, there's, like, what are they going to do? I mean, then, then he starts Then he breaks singing. that to a musical yeah, number. he starts singing. Or, or, you know, again, you see all this weird, bizarre anime. Oh, it's just a trip. What would like, you rate the movie, mom? Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> What's the lowest I can rate? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, technically, the lowest you can rate is a zero, but, like... Be real careful before you wield a zero. No, 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 yeah, no, I know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that we are probably ever going to watch a movie that truly deserves a zero because that is the realm of Saber Spark and other YouTubers who watch that kind of filth. Um, we watch movies that are at least all like this is at least it's, I mean, slightly it, competently. It, it's it's very problematic as far as again, which is not unique to movie makers and so much of what we watch, um, you know, making women objects and, and all that. So that's, that's definitely going to make my rating go down. But other than that, it's, it's not good. No, I just want to say, I don't want to say this is wholesome because it's not, but it just wasn't so egregious that like, Oh no. Um, but, but there are a lot of problem parts. I'm thinking I, and what did I rate? All dogs go to heaven. The first one? No, the the sequel or the, the one. The bad one. Two, you gave a point five, and Christmas Carol, you gave a point two five. So point two five is currently the lowest you have rated a thing. I think I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> what would be between? No, I don't want to do a weird odd number. Ooh, um, weird odd so number. I. <sighs> Do I want to go a point five? Can I even give it a point five? I might. Have, oh gosh, you guys, say it. <sighs> Get it I out might, there, mom. I may have to go point two five because the animation was just horrible, and the and the. You know what though? There were some bops with the songs. I'm gonna do point <laughs> five. You know, there were some songs, and then there was also. Am I saying his name, Richard Harris? Yes, yeah. Richard Harris and Richard Harris. So point five. All right. I, I, of course, don't recommend it. I didn't even want to watch this. <laughs> no. I was actively <laughs> against watching this. Uh, and I was right. Yes, you were. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, a point four. <laughs> that is definitely the lowest that you've yeah. rated a thing. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I'm totally not interested in this story. Uh, this That it was a musical was surprising. It was interesting. But, like, it's, there's... Nothing that I cared about this movie. Uh, and, and yeah, at this point, it could be point three, It could be point two. When it gets this low, I don't think it really matters. It's just like, I don't watch the movie. But I'm going to go with point four. Fair. I was looking at some of my ratings, and I gave All Dogs 2 a 1, and Christmas, All Dogs Christmas Carol a point five. I think I'm going to put this right in the middle, a point seven five. I feel like I would rather watch All Dogs Go to Heaven 2, but I wouldn't 
I would rather watch this for the absurdity than watch a like really bad unoriginal take on Christmas Carol. Yeah, and that's why I did. Yeah, I'm glad I did. So point seven, point seven five. And I am again going to go against the grain, and I'm going to recommend it for <laughs> the absurdity of it. It is the most absurd thing I've ever watched. So, what in did the you world rate it again? For the novelty, a point five. So, mom rated it a point five, but she does recommend <laughs> not it. Not highly, not highly. No, no, like trust me, not highly. But just just watch it for a laugh, for a laugh, for an absolute yeah. laugh, and it's like with your friends, join around and go. Do y'all want to see a really bizarre movie? I, ima- okay. I imagine The Room is much better for that, so I'm not going to recommend this personally. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't throw that out there. I mean, I would assume, because it's like a classic bad movie. I doubt this, I don't think this is classic bad movie it's, levels. It's real, it's real weird. It's it sure real is. Uh, do watch the the musical number where Gulliver sings, though. Um, <laughs> and imagine it being Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Babe. Um, <laughs> and I love Tim Curry. I can, I can, yeah, he's got an incredible voice. But you see, he could have, he could have also been, been a really good pirate because, again, his depiction of Long John Silver is the best. Really, too much pirate. of a pirate voice. Yeah, but he, but stop. But he could. <laughs> stop. Next time, we are going to start our. This is your last. You got to figure out oh, the no. name for the Christmas stuff. Uh, you got You don't have to do it now, but next time you have to have it. Next time we're going to start our holiday time movies, and we are going to start with two short films that both involve a certain mouse and winter time. Hmm. So until next time, thank okay. you all for listening. Yes, thank you all. Please uh, subscribe, leave us a comment. Um, review all that stuff yeah tell your friends we'd love to have have even more listeners but we sure appreciate you all listening and and being with us yes thank you bye bye this has been how's it hold up with danica juarez and jan james you can find our podcast on twitter at how's it hold up pod that's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. <laughs>